Good day, and welcome to another episode of Digs a Little Deeper. I'm your host, Dr. Diggs. I was asked the question, what do trends, seasons, and cycles have in common? I pondered that question for a while, and here's my answer. I think that they have ability to come and go. That's the topic of the day, receiving and letting go. What is receiving? You know, many people can do it with their hands. They can do it with their their words. They can they can do it just by waving you in. You know, just opening their arms. But receiving, if we want to get clinical about it, is one's ability to open themselves and allow something inside. Something in their circle, something inside, something in their hand, something inside. Many people have gotten so used to serving that they can no longer receive. They don't think they're worthy of it. They don't think that it's time for them to get anything or to have a blessing or to even receive what is earned. They've gotten to the point of unworthiness. And uh, when we get to that point, we have to ask ourselves, why do we feel unworthy? Why don't we feel as if we need exactly what we're asking for or that we deserve exactly what we're asking for? If you give love, you deserve love. But we don't do things for reciprocity, do we? Well, selfishness says we do. But when we think about it, it's not reciprocity we're looking for. Just simple appreciation and acknowledgement. So I want to give you the opportunity to open yourself up and open your mind up. And open your arms up to receive any love that's coming your way. Some love is venomous. I won't deny that. Some love comes simply to inject itself into you and later on put you in a state of emotional debt and drag you through the mud I did this for you I did this for you if love pie faces you that is a love that is venomous that is a love that is narcissist that is a love that is toxic but when you you allow yourself a love to come into your life that simply wants to love you because it does it's a natural thing that it does it simply wants to put out to you and a make you your better person and just wants to see you smile more then it might be time to receive it it might be time to open yourself up to it it might be time to also let go of the other things letting go releasing Hmm. many people can't release they hold on to friends that don't matter or don't serve them or just are simply blocking or obstacles to things. They hold on to things that they don't use. They hoard people and things in their lives. Why do we do that? It was a one. It was a lady. It was a lady once, and uh, she used to collect shoes. She collected so many shoes that she could wear a different pair of shoes every single day. 
365 pairs of shoes. She had so many shoes that she would forget the first one by the fifth day. By the fifth month, she couldn't even find the first pair. She didn't organize any of these things like we don't do our friends. She didn't organize any of the the reasons. She just knew that on January 10th, this time of the year, she was going to be wearing this shoe. And the other shoe would be gone, discarded, lost in the shuffle of a, a sea of shoes. Well, when we have that much, we it's, how do you actually appreciate what you have if you have so much? And that's one of the first things that I, I definitely say we need to do. We need to take time out and allow ourselves to appreciate what it is that is around us. Appreciate the people. Now, appreciation has two definitions. It's acknowledging and it's increasing. If you can't appreciate, if you can't appreciate, then you're just wasting everything around you. Lack of appreciation is the biggest obstacle to actually receiving the things well deserved in your life. Once we learn to appreciate, we can increase We can receive and we could be able to have a more graceful and grateful life. Now, what do we let go? The number one thing we should let go is our limiting beliefs, our regrets, our doubts, the things that ultimately give us nothing. There's nothing wrong with fear if it's used in a protective manner. Because fear keeps us out of situations that are foolish. But there is something wrong with fear when it keeps us away from the things that could benefit us. The fear of starting over. The fear of something new. The fear of success. Even the fear of failure. That's when it gets troublesome. That's when it begins to take a toll on our life. And that's when we begin to drink the poison that we've been fed when we received what we thought was love from other people when it was actually doubt when it was actually regret when it was actually something that helped to increase the limits and throw up the guard and the fences in our lives now being careful is one thing but if you're full of care you should have just that much care in your life to fill yourself up. I had a friend once that told me, always leave something for yourself. It's better to share than it is to give. What's the difference though? What's the difference between sharing and giving? These are lessons that we learn early on in kindergarten that we forget later on in life. You see, sharing is when you have enough You have enough, more than enough, to give to someone else without it even affecting you. You're not worried about what they do with it when you you give it to them in their hands. You're not worried about what happens to it because you still have enough to build on. That's what we need to do emotionally. That's what we need to do physically, whether it's money or whether it's love. Now, giving is when whatever you put out there is gone. It's not coming back. It's not for you to touch. It's not for you to have anymore. When we give, we don't have it either. 
So that's the key to understanding the difference between sharing and giving. Sharing you can build on, but giving you can't build on. The only thing you can build on is the idea that you actually took the time out to increase someone else without it, without it necessarily being a benefit to yourself. Learn how to share, learn when to give, and you'll have more appreciation in your life. You'll also be able to continue to receive and continue to let go. How do we know what to let go? How do we know when to let go? These are big questions. How do you know when to let go? I think one of the keys to understanding what and when to let go is asking ourselves two questions. Is it for me? In other words, does it root me on? Does it support me? Does it build me? And how long is the season of not giving going to last? In the beginning, we were asked the question, what do trends, seasons, and cycles have in common? And my answer was, they come and they go. We have to ask ourselves, how many seasons can we actually endure where they're gone? Every fruit grows in a different season. Some some grow plentiful in other seasons and some don't. Some of us learn how to manipulate the environment so that it grows all year round. You know, we create our own greenhouse effects and we grow things in a time when they're not even, you know, able to grow if they were outside and being free. When we can capture those moments and we can learn how to grow and learn how to harvest even in the seasons that no longer are the seasons of growth for those things, then we've mastered something. True riches, true true wealth comes from, true wealth comes from creating a system, a system that will work for everybody, a system that will work regardless of who you are. It's just a matter of doing exactly what was given to you, using exactly what was given to you. That's what creates a true system of wealth. We have to systematically create everything in our lives. Everything comes through discipline. Everything comes through love. Everything comes through desires. Even if it's desiring unconsciously, it still comes through it. This is another episode of Digs a Little Deeper, and I'm your host, Dr. Diggs.